Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel, and I really hope you know that. <laughs> Thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from End of Days Credit. Am I the asshole for running away from home with my cat? I, 17 female, am close with my mum, but not with her husband, my stepdad. He kinda sucks. We have a special needs cat, Muffin, and she's quite financially demanding. My mum, stepdad, and I all work. Money is tight, but I've saved up a pretty decent amount. Well, recently, my stepdad has gotten the brilliant idea of euthanizing our cat. She's safe and happy with us and the vet is expensive, but nothing we can't handle. But according to my stepdad, if we were stranded on a desert island, she'd be the first one to go. I told him that we're not stranded on a desert island, we're just struggling to pay the vet bill. And he got mad and told me not to talk back to him. And my mum told me she doesn't want Muffin euthanized either, but she's afraid to stand up to him. Last night, I caught my stepdad trying to sneak out the door with Muffin. And I only got him to stop by throwing myself in front of the door. I was worried he'd sneak out again and have it euthanized. Today, I ran away with Muffin to my boyfriend's house. My mum is livid. She made it clear that if I don't come back, she's not going to support me financially through college. And I'm worried I won't be able to have a relationship with her either. I've spent the last few hours holding Muffin and bawling. I know I don't need her financial support in college because I have a free ride, but she's literally my mum. My boyfriend's family has been amazing and they say I can stay with them until I leave for college in September, which just made me cry more. I can support Muffin with the money I've saved. I can pay for college once I'm there. I can take Muffin with me, but I don't know how to fix things with my mum. I just feel like a wreck right now. Am I the asshole for running away from home with my cat and jeopardizing my relationship with my mum? Now listen to this one. I had different feelings about it when I was reading it. I was absolutely get out of that situation. That was 100%. You're definitely not the arsehole. I'll give you my verdict straight away because his intentions were, they were never going to be, they were never going to be good, were they? Trying to sneak out the door with a cat. There's only, sounds like one thing that was going to happen is you're going to go and dump it somewhere or get it euthanized or give it to someone else. You know, we've seen it time and time again in these stories. And I, I'm always, my mind is always blown that someone can have this attitude of they're going to take the pet and just walk off and dump it someplace. I'm like, what the hell? Where, where is that person's empathy? And it just shocks me every single time. And his analogy about being stranded on a desert island. I mean, come on now. But I was also having feelings of like being concerned for your mum when it said, and my mum told me she doesn't want Muffin euthanized either, but she's afraid to stand up to him. It's like, you should never be afraid of your partner, your husband or anything like that. So it is very concerning that that's being said, but obviously I don't know all the ins and outs, but the fact that she's afraid in itself is very, very concerning. But then again, when it went to your mum is livid and she made it clear 
that if I don't come back, she's not going to support me financially. So the way so she could see that you was in this situation where, you know, you was hurting and your cat may be taken away and it's potentially abusive or whatever. And you was getting yourself out of it. And rather than support it, she attacks you for it and says you've got to come back into that. Whether that's through guilt or something, I don't know. But it's not great behavior either, is it? But it's a definite not the arsehole from me. But Howard Project says not the arsehole. You caught your stepdad trying to sneak the cat out of the house at night. There is no way in hell its intentions were good and your mother has chosen to issue you with an incredibly over-the-top ultimatum. This is not a choice between your mother and your cat. Your mother has made it clear she has chosen your stepfather. She knows his intentions and she claims it bothers her, but as soon as he gets caught trying to do something to the cat, instead of trying to calm things down and point out the cat is now out of the house and no longer his financial problem, her reaction was to threaten you, as if it's somehow your fault. Your mother is lying to you and she is complicit with his efforts to get the cat put down. This is where you set boundaries, ignore her threats. This is an attempt to control you. You're in a safe place. Muffin is in a safe place. You have a roof over your head and you know that you have a free ride for college. When she calls, hear her out, don't respond until she's done. And when she stops talking, politely sum up what she has said and ask her if you are understanding correctly. Then tell her you understand and you appreciate her being clear with you, but you're choosing to stay where you are and protect the cat. When people like this go over the top, it's all threats. She's not going to cut off contact with you for very long, especially if she tries to cut off contact and you simply do not reach out to her. When she realizes that cutting off contact is not going to be an effective way to manipulate you, that's when the love bombing will start and that's what you have to be wary of. She will start telling you how much she loves you and misses you and how it's not really her fault and make all kinds of promises to you. That's going to sound really awesome and it's a trap. Whatever you do, don't bring the cat back to her house. She's your mum and your relationship with her will work itself out over time, but don't let yourself be manipulated. Wow, and that was a fantastic comment there, summing it all up. And Parappa Palace says, not the asshole. First and foremost, thank God you got Muffin out of that house. Secondly, and this is trickier, but the relationship between you and your mother is probably a lot more fragmented than you realize. Right now, the fight is about Muffin, but ultimately, it's about you feeling rejected by a mother who by her own admission is afraid of standing up to a shitty husband, yet just chose him over you. That's a big thing to realize, and it's far from easy. I don't know enough about your mum to be able to articulate why she had this reaction she did, but I imagine seeing you escape a bad situation and feeling guilt and shame she wasn't able to protect you from it has coalesced into a lot of immediate danger. That's unfair to you, of course, but I imagine that after some time, your mum will hopefully come around a bit. In the meantime, take time to figure out how to set up boundaries with her. You can love her and want to be close to her, but you shouldn't sacrifice your own emotional and mental well-being to do that when she's chosen to defend her husband's awful actions. It's okay to want to still have a relationship with her, but it might give time to give yourself the autonomy to redefine what that relationship will look like from now on. And PA Archer says, Mum, I'm surprised you chose to hurt me via Muffin. I hope to have a relationship with you, hope to have a partner I can work with and not be afraid to stand up to. If you choose this path and attempt to blackmail me financially, you will lose. If you choose your husband over me, this is a choice I'll live with, but so will you. And you so dead set on killing Muffin, you're willing to jeopardize your relationship with me. I don't want this, but it's your choice. I hope you don't put me second to your husband. Your future actions will tell me where I stand. Not the arsehole. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in a similar situation? As I said, we've seen these stories before. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Speckled Goose Egg. 
Am I the asshole for not giving my stepson money to pay for student loans? My husband, 54 male, and I, 51 female, married six years ago with a prenup that specified that we would keep our money and assets separate. His son, 27, has 84K in student loans and makes 72K, so paying off has been a challenge. I recently sold my rental home and I'm using the money for my retirement. My husband is still working part-time but is also planning on retiring soon. We both have health problems, so hopefully we can do some traveling before we start to feel our age. His son has been asking his dad for money, who made it clear he isn't willing to pay for his student loans. His ex-wife had a college fund of 37K for him, but he went to an out-of-state private college, so the fund barely covered a year. He finds out I've sold my house and wants me to loan him the money to pay for his student loans. Apparently, the reason is that his girlfriend has nearly paid off her student loans and wants to get married, but wants him to pay his off before doing so. I told him no, mostly because I'm 99% sure he won't pay me back. He's hated me ever since his dad met me two years after he and his mum divorced. I don't see any reason he would keep his promise when he's been having trouble making his student loan payments to begin with. He's angry at me because he thinks I'm influencing his dad. I'm not again, our money is separate, nor do I want to discuss it. and feels like I should help him pay since I already paid for my son's student loans. I do feel bad for him because he's likely to lose this girl since it will probably take a decade or so to pay it off, but I don't feel like it's my responsibility since I don't know him very well. I wanna know why he's struggling so bad. Surely he's making 72K a year. Surely he shouldn't be struggling to pay back the, that student loan. Wow. But this one simply comes down to me as it's, it's not your responsibility. You know, he took out the loan and we do read several stories of like parents paying off you know, student loans and stuff like that. But this is not your responsibility. And I, I can't believe the entitlement. I'd be embarrassed to go up to someone like that. A stepmom who, from this story, doesn't sound like they get along very well and then ask for money as well. I was like, wow, absolutely not the asshole in this one to me. But we'll move on to some comments to see what they say. And Kaojin says, not the asshole. It's not your responsibility. If you two had a close and loving relationship, it still wouldn't be your responsibility. However, you didn't, and him having the nerve to press the issue is really rude. You clearly wouldn't get the money back. If his girlfriend leaves him, that's his problem, not yours. And if she leaves him over student loans, he's probably better off anyway. Making that much money, he can easily live below his means and pay off his loan on time or early. He chooses not to. Every choice has consequences, both good and bad. When you choose a behavior of course of action, you choose the consequences with it. It isn't anyone's responsibility to lay it off other than his. If it was, it would be his dad's, not yours. You don't need to give it another thought. You aren't wrong. You aren't the arsehole. Enjoy your retirement. And Jedit together says, not the arsehole. This is a grown man who is not able to pay off student loans immediately. Like every other grown person with student loans, it takes time to pay them off. You didn't create the loan, influence the loan, or determine it. You and your husband specifically signed up a prenup to bar intermingling assets and finances in this way. Your stepson's girlfriend and her standards for marriage are not your problem to fix. And no, he will not pay you back. And even if he did, it would take him 10 years, just like it would take him 10 years now. In which case, he'd still have student loans. There'd just be a personal loan to you versus a student loan to someone else. Either way, it's still a loan. Let stepson handle his business and he keeps trying to play you and your husband against each other. You'll need to sit down, the three of you, and clear up his misconception that you'll intermingle finances or that you're going to be paying him money, expenses or loans. If his dad chooses not to, that's his dad's business and his dad can explain it to him. And Maddie says, not the arsehole, he can make 10 years of payments. 
He can make 10 years of payments on his loans, like we old folks did. With a 70k year a salary, it shouldn't be a problem. And we'll have one more from the Dagman saying, not the asshole, don't loan him any money. He's trying to sucker you. Student loans are one of the debts that will haunt you forever until it's paid off. Unlike a personal loan, like he's asking for from you. If you give him any money, you will never see it again. There will always be something that causes him not to pay. He's making 72k a year. He can pay his own debts. And if he loses his girlfriend over this, honestly, it probably wouldn't have lasted anyways if that's the case. Now, what do you guys make of this one and how would you deal with this situation? Let me know your thoughts below and we'll move on to the next one. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And this next story is from cultural equals 6613. Am I the arsehole asking for money owed? I recently broke up with a boyfriend. About three months prior to our breakup, one of my cats passed. My boyfriend was with me while I was setting the almost $2,000 ER bill. And without me asking, he gave me $500. It was so thoughtful and he told me I don't have to pay him back. But I said that of course I would, just maybe in another paycheck or two. A few weeks later, things feel apart. He mentioned of his sister owing him money. I knew it was his passive way of asking about the cash he gave me. And I said, oh right, I owe you money too. I'll pay you next week. He replied not to worry. The following week, we decided to split. He came to my house two weeks later to help me with something. He asked about the cat's ashes and I mentioned that I'd be sending him the money. I started thinking about things a bit more. The first Christmas we had together, he didn't have any decorations because his ex took them all when they broke up. I wasn't working at the time but offered to buy things because the kids felt bad he didn't have decorations. He said he would give me money for them, so I bought wreaths, garlands, tree skirts, stockings, etc. totaling $350. I didn't know how to approach him to ask for the money and since I wasn't working, money was a little bit of a stress. A few months he made a comment that I shouldn't let someone take advantage of me. I mentioned that I bought the decorations, he never paid me, and he cannot comment on other people taking advantage. He said okay, but didn't offer the cash. He asked me when I was sending in the $500. No pressure on timing, but obviously that made me feel pressure. I was questioning if I had to pay him back the full amount or even at all. Friends told me not to pay him back, but I had to do what I felt I could live with, so I sent $500. After I text him that, since we are talking about paying each other back, it would be great for him to pay me back for the decorations. He said he would contribute to, no pressure. He said of course and asked me how much they were. We didn't discuss a budget before I bought them and I felt bad asking for the $350. I decided to just tell him the full amount and let him decide what he wanted to do. 
He sent me $175, telling me that he's paying me half because it was from two Christmases ago. He would never have spent that much on decorations and I was being super petty. Mentioned he was returning a computer screen and skateboard I lent his kids and would do it while I'm at work and leave them outside. I replied that I didn't think that was being petty because to me, it's about the same thing he did with the cash I paid him back. I asked him not to leave my items outside since he knows the code to my garage and to leave my house key he still has. He replied it was not the same because I never told him how much the decorations were and had told him multiple times I would pay him back and I was snarky with my no pressure comment. I agree I was snarky, told me to take care and then remove me from all aspects of his life. And I got to say it does feel pretty petty because you only brought that because he was asking you for that money money that you said that you know you would pay back several times although initially he did say you don't have to pay it back you came back with yes i will pay it back and then brought it up a couple more times after that so i would say you are the arsehole for that and you're basically only asking for this money back because you know he's asking you for the money for the vet bill but it does it just feels too petty and the fact that you brought up these decorations from a couple of years prior that you know he didn't have nothing to do with, he didn't ask for them. It sounds like you went out your way and actually just purchased these decorations for that amount of money, which I don't think I could ever spend that amount of money on decorations. I'm not, <laughs> I know some people go crazy over them, but I couldn't do that. But yeah, I'm just gonna go with that one. I'm gonna say you're the arsehole from that perspective. I could be wrong here, but we shall see. But GT88UK says, you're the arsehole, you are being petty, and he is fortunate you aren't in his life anymore. You said you would pay him back. He didn't have any input on, on the buying of the Christmas decorations and frankly asking for money for some decorations two years ago is embarrassing. And Om97 says you're the arsehole, that money is from two years ago and if you wanted the money back you should have asked then. Your ex literally said you don't have to pay them back and you kept saying you would. It is super petty to start totting up who owes what, especially from years ago. And Jojo Cruz says you're the arsehole, you're only asking him for money because you didn't want to pay him back. And Privacy is Hard says you're the arsehole, yes, he's right about being petty. And lots of people were just saying you're the arsehole. There was a couple of saying not the arsehole, he owes you the money, so why is he surprised? And then OP did reply after all this saying, thank you for all your inputs. My friends have been telling me I'm in the right, but it didn't sit well with me, which is why I came here to ask. I gave him and his kids a ton during the relationship, bought gifts for all three kids for the birthday, Christmas, or holidays, etc. I never expected anything in return and didn't receive it. But this was the one thing that's heavy with me because I wasn't working and I wouldn't have bought things if I thought I was the only one paying. That being said, I should have let it go or said something at the time. Hindsight. I guess the question now, is there any way to apologize? I can understand there is no way to fix this, but I don't want what he thinks of me to all be negative considering how much I did care and do for him and his kids. So I send the money back with a note that I recognize I was wrong? Is it even worth trying to apologize? To which I would answer that, and I think if OP truly does feel like they were wrong in that situation, is then say, yeah, there's nothing wrong with admitting it's a mistake, and you may go, you may build a friendship based upon this as well. I, I'm someone in life who's whoever, whenever I make a, a mistake, I like to point it out immediately and apologize for that mistake because you know you can never better yourself by not apologizing and owning up to your own mistakes so absolutely but what do you guys think of this one let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story 
And before we get into our next story, there is mentions of miscarriages in this one. So if you do want to skip it, please feel free to do so. And it's the last story of today. So this next story comes from Mammoth Sky 2327. Am I the arsehole for avoiding my sister-in-law because she won't stop talking about her miscarriages? I saw another post talking about miscarriages and thought maybe you guys might have some insight for me. My best friend and her sister-in-law had a miscarriage in March and a second miscarriage in June. She had a D and C two weeks ago today, so I understand it's a bit raw, but the miscarriages come up in basically every single conversation. It doesn't always dominate the conversation, but she always, at the very least, brings it up in passing. For example, if we ask how she's doing, she will say that she and her husband are still struggling emotionally, or she will say something about her recovery. I feel like she's fishing for sympathy or for us to ask her more about it. It's been like this for three months and I feel like she really needs to try harder to move on. I'm really sick of hearing about it, so I've just stopped responding to her text messages and I've been avoiding family events where I have to see her. After I bailed on a family dinner for the second time, my husband asked what was going on and I told him how I was feeling. He told me I was being horrible and that sister-in-law needed support during this time and has noticed me pulling back. He wouldn't even listen to my explanation. Now he has told his other sister and she has sent me a nasty text. I can see how it looks bad, but hearing about the miscarriages is really uncomfortable and I don't see why I have to subject myself to that. Am I the arsehole? There is an update which I'll read straight away, which says update, okay, I get it, I'm the arsehole. There was another similar post here about a year ago where people voted not the arsehole, but I guess this sub is inconsistent. I will apologize to my sister-in-law. You guys can stop commenting now. The first thing that jumped out to me is that OP asks someone who how they're doing, someone who, who had a miscarriage fairly recently, and was it a couple of weeks after? And what do you think her response was going to be? Of course, she's going to be really emotionally upset right now. And you come back with, that's fishing for sympathy. I mean, come on, man. Where the f- Where's your empathy? And don't get me wrong. I, could, I can understand to a point, you know, where heavy topics like talking about miscarriage and stuff might be a bit much for some people. And I, I, I think I do understand that. But, but this is apparently this person's best friend. If, if, if I thought like my best friend was going through something this traumatic, I'd be devastated and want to support that person in the best way I can. And again, saying stuff like it's been like this for three months and I feel like she really needs to try harder and move on. I mean, it's just so dismissive. Absolutely, you're going to be the asshole in this and for your update as well, which the attitude in it just sounds disgusting as well. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but like you guys can stop commenting now. Of course, people are going to comment on it. You posted on them, I'm the asshole. Oh, wow. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. With Peanut Buttercup saying, you're the asshole. OP says, How are you doing after these hardships? Sister-in-law says, thank you for asking. I'm really struggling. To which Opie replies, why don't you stop bringing this up? And then says, that's what you sound like. You're an adult. Don't just avoid her because she is grieving about her recent events and don't ask her how she is and then be surprised when that she mentions it. If you don't want to talk about it, tell her. Yeah, that means you won't be supporting her that way and that also makes you the arsehole a little, but it's way better than ghosting her. If you've got a reason you don't want to hear about it, tell her. And Rainbow Dreaming says, wow, one, she literally lost a baby this month. Two, this is her second loss this year. Three, it's normal to grieve the loss of a wanted child. Four, the world doesn't revolve around you. I've never hoped so much that this is a troll post. My mother had two miscarriages and lost my brother shortly after birth. She's still affected by the loss of those wanted children 40 years later. 
If you're being so cold because you're struggling with your own mental health, then I understand that hearing about this may be difficult. However, the language you use seems to indicate a total lack of normal human empathy. To say that you're fed up hearing about her trauma is so offensive I'm making sure to watch my language and don't respond by being equally as offensive to you. Your friend is traumatized. It's normal and healthy to talk about this kind of loss because it helps you process it. For you to avoid your so-called best friend because you're sick of hearing about how she's struggling is cowardly and cruel. Exactly how are you a best friend? A best friend or a friend at all will support their friend when they're suffering. You're there as someone to lean on and to empathize with them. Being a friend isn't just going out for cocktails, shopping trips, and cups of coffee. This makes me wonder if you actually care about anyone other than you and how you feel. In case you're not aware, there's more than one way to process grief. Just because you think if you had a miscarriage, you'd just get over it, it doesn't mean that you would. Even if you did, that doesn't mean other people would feel the same as you. Emotions are normal and healthy, and for you to actually judge someone who has lost two babies in four months is breathtakingly cruel. Seriously, see a therapist. If you think being so judgmental and unempathetic is normal, this must be indicative of an underlying issue. Emotionally mature, well-balanced adults shouldn't need to have it explained to them why this scenario is so terrible. You're the arsehole times infinity. And I think with that comment, we can pretty much leave it on that one. But what do you guys make of today's collections of stories? What are your thoughts on today's stories? Oh, that last one hit me deep. But thank you for being here today. Thank you for spending 20 minutes of your day with the channel and getting involved. If you do have a moment and you did enjoy today's stories, please consider clicking that like button up up above. It really helps the channel out. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved, for your love, your time and your support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.